This is MCN On Air. Welcome to MCN On Air, a podcast by Mennonite College of Nursing at Illinois State University. MCN On Air is all about celebrating the nurses of MCN as we chat with students, faculty, and alumni of the college. We're here to encourage, inform, hopefully amuse, and bring some joy to your day as we hear stories, reminisce a bit, and discuss lessons learned by fellow nurses. Today, we're talking with Justin So, an MCN junior who provides perspective as a male pursuing a career in a historically female-dominated field. My name is Noah Schlosser, and I'm your host for these next few minutes, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in. So, stick around for this episode of MCN On Air. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of MCN On Air. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Today we're joined by Justin So. How you doing, man? Good, good. I'm doing great. Cool. Hey, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Uh, who are you? What year are you in school? Um, and why you decided to join the nursing program? Gotcha. I'm Justin. Uh, I'm a junior right now. I'm from Mundelein, Illinois. It's pretty close to Six Flags Great America, if you guys know where that is. Nice. Um... When I was a kid, at first, I actually, I, had, I have really sensitive teeth, so I was always at the dentist, and because of this, I was kind of intrigued by the anatomy of teeth. Okay. So I really, you know, wanted to become a dentist at first when I was a kid. And then right around high school, I actually was getting interested in culinary school because I just really admired my mom's cooking. Yeah. And then, like, around high school, like, it really started hitting me, like, the pressure and my culture's pressure of wanting to, like go into a very, like, successful career field. Stereotypically, you might, like, see on, like, TV or, like, jokes about, like, Asian cultures, parents wanting, like, their kids to become, like, lawyers, doctors, engineers, etc. And honestly, like, it's kind of real. I won't lie. Stereotypically, it's kind of real. My parents didn't verbally say anything, but, like, you know, I, you know, my parents have just done so much for me, so I really wanted to do something successful and, like, really help them out in the future. Yeah. So I was looking, you know, like I said, I really wanted to go to culinary school, but then I realized that wasn't too realistic, so I chose nursing. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about what you're involved with here at ISU and specifically at MCN. Gotcha. So um, to start, I am a resident assistant in the residence halls or a resident assistant, and I just work with students. I build that community. I actually love my job. I get to meet people, help them feel welcome into coming to campus here. Yeah. And then another thing I do is I work at the simulation lab here for Mennonite College of Nursing, or MCN. Um, and basically, I am a laboratory assistant, or a labby. Okay. And we help run scenarios, and we help, like, set up these scenarios for, like, um, the nursing students. Um, so recently, I got to run Adult 3, adult three, which is, like, the third level for, like, the fundamentals of nursing. And they, I got to set up a scenario for running codes and, um, like, a heart attack situation. Okay. But it was just really fun, like, acting these scenarios out because I actually, I also do, like, act in these scenarios. So, like... Nice. Yeah. T- tell me a little about that. How's that work? Yeah. So, basically, um, we'll set up these scenarios and then we'll have, like, the students come in. Like, they'll, like, know, like, what the situation is, where these all these equipments are for, like, the scenarios to help them during the scenario and, like, the situation they're given. So, I in that situation, either you can act in person or you can be a mannequin. And I was being a voice for a mannequin. So, like, they came in, I was telling them, like, oh, I've been feeling good, or, like, I've been feeling bad, I've been feeling whatever the situation's about. And so, at that time, I was going to experience a heart attack, and what they wanted me to do is, like, feel, like, sick by the end of it and, like, faint. Okay. And so, I just made, like, a death noise. They're like, 
Oh, and no. I just died. And then they would like start coding me. Like I got to see their compressions and like how hard they were giving compressions. I got to see them run the code. And then, yeah, I just got to see them help run the scenario. And then the their instructors would also come and watch and like evaluate them during their scenarios. But it's just really fun running those. I really enjoy doing it. Yeah, awesome. So what inspired you to jump into that heavy simulation work, being a labbie? So the director of simulation, uh, Joanna, I actually had her as a uh, teacher in one of my classes. It was like my health assessment class. So she was teaching me how to do head to toes. And she was actually telling us about like the labby position. I was like, oh, like, you know, I'd love to do it because, you know, I just really enjoyed working with her. Sweet. So for anybody who is listening and might not know what a head to toe is, can you kind of explain what that is? Yeah, so um, to like sum it all up, a head-to-toe is basically an overall assessment of the patient and looking for any uh, um, abnormalities like in the patient. Like, So let's say they came in for a fracture, you'd look at the fracture and focus your assessment around the fracture, but also look at every other part of the body while doing the assessment. Yeah. But yeah, it's... Um, so it's it, very thorough. Yes, it's very thorough. It's very detailed. But yeah, it's it's done really quick and you want to do it really quick because like in the real world, you don't have much time to assess like patients you only have such you only have a certain amount of time to assess a number of patients since you'll be caring for a number of patients yeah yeah so it's it's super quick it's kind of in and out yeah rolling through yeah yeah but also at the same time being thorough yes you just you need to look at every detail you can't like you'll be looking at a lot at just looking at one part so like let's say i'm like listening to their back of the lungs i'll also be looking at their back looking for like any skin abnormalities yeah Cool. Awesome. You mentioned a little bit earlier that you had done some clinical work. How has that experience been? So last semester was my first round of clinicals, and I had two rotations. The first rotation, I was working at a long-term care facility, and then the second one, I was working on a med surge floor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've been great. Um, my first semester of clinicals, I had two really good professors, I mean, or instructors. They did a really good job of getting me into it, like showing me how the assessment works, how charting works, and just like, you know, giving me that little introduction I needed. And now, right now, I am working on the OB-GYN floor or like babies, working with babies, and then also working on another med surge floor or orthoneuro floor. And that's also been good. I've really been holding my head-to-toe assessment skills and my charting. So I guess going from there, um, you've had experience working in these different areas of nursing is there anything that you just kind of seem to gravitate towards specifically i'm looking into like er work or like emergency room trauma or um, even surgery or even working with kids or pediatrics um i have not worked in those fields yet but like i kind of already know like what i want to go into but even when i'm looking towards the future i kind of know that i want to go back to school not too long after I'm like working, but like a little after while working, getting some experience in the hospital after working in these fields, I really want to go back to school and maybe pick up my nursing practitioner or my master's in uh, nursing and science and become a nursing practitioner or even go and get my CRNA, which is a certified registered nursing anesthetist. Or I've honestly been thinking about going back to med school or like going to med school and like becoming a surgeon. I don't know. Um, during clinicals, actually, I got to experience it in OR rotation and I got to like see like what happens in the OR and like all the prepping. They're like counting like the towels and like they were counting like the the materials needed to perform the surgery. And I really enjoyed it. Like it was long. I had to stand there for a while and, you know, it doesn't help that I have flat feet, but I really <laughs> did enjoy like, like, you know, just like, I really enjoy the anatomy. So like, I got to see a colon resection. So basically they're taking a part of the colon or the large intestine, you know, taking out a bad part because um, the patient had a um, 
fibula, uh, fistula, and that's basically where a passageway from another organ is going to another organ, and it shouldn't be there. Okay. So, like, let's say, um, so basically, I think the patient had a fistula from the colon to the bladder, and that's okay. That's not right because yeah. you know the yeah his bowel would be going right into the bladder, and that's we don't want that. Right. <laughs> but right. yeah, it was just really cool like seeing the surgery. I mean, the only thing I didn't like was the smell of burning skin. It's just not pleasant. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, definitely not. But it sounds like the rest of it was a really cool experience. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, you know, during clinicals this semester, I really got to see, like, you know, I was in the ortho floor, but I really got to, like, my cl- instructor was like, oh, you want to head up to the OR today? I was like, yes, I would love to see, like, what's that, what that's like in real life. Because, you know, we always, like, watch, like, you know, I don't know if there's any fans of, like, Grey's Anatomies out there, but, like, it's, <laughs> to be honest, like, even as a nursing major, like, even, like, watching, like, I know that it's not as realistic as it could be. Right. There's some things that the studios have to kind of cut corners on and... Exactly. But, yeah, so I was able to see, like, what it was in real life, and I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. So you're thinking, you're thinking that's something that you wouldn't mind jumping into in the future? Yeah, just, like, you know, perioperative nursing or surgery nursing, um, I would love to, or even, like, going back to med school and getting, like going to like surgery. I don't, I don't know. We'll see where it takes me. Very cool. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. But best of luck to you on that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so let me ask you something. So historically nursing has been a pretty female dominated uh, profession. As a guy in nursing school, what's your perspective on the field and what can you provide? Just a quick fun fact. Um, I actually didn't know this until I got to the nursing program, but um, my class is actually the biggest amount of guys they've had in the nursing program. Really? To girls, yeah. That's awesome. The ratio is um, 40 to 60. Okay. So at the start, actually, the guys made like a little group chat and we were like all talking because, <laughs> you know, we got all the guys together. But yeah, um, some things, I mean, being in a field that's predominantly um, female, it's kind of been weird sometimes like working with patients because, you know, they're expecting a woman and like even that like so um when I was in clinicals working in this long-term care facility my first patient was actually like this grandma or this elderly woman yeah and so we had to give her a bed bath and basically what that is is just giving them a bath in their bed like with like um like a sponge yeah some, yeah stuff like that yeah but um she didn't feel comfortable with me and usually you know since I'm in a female dominant field I could just pass it off to another girl in my clinical group but you know if it like were a guy getting like a bed bath, you know, a girl wouldn't be able to do the same or like, you know, the guy might want that. So, you know, like just like being there for girls and like if they need, like if they feel uncomfortable in a situation or in in a patient's room and they need someone to be there, Mm -hmm. you know, being there for that patient or being there for that nurse, especially just like, you know, if they need someone extra or if they need some, you know, if they need extra muscle to like move a patient or transfer a patient somewhere else, you know, because I've actually heard from my friend who works in the ER they have like a code and when they code sometimes they'll be like oh like guys code or like something or like i forgot what they say but like they basically get like all the strong like guys to come up and help them yeah but yeah like it's it's been interesting you know yeah absolutely i i think it's really great though that you mentioned the 40 60 ratio yeah that that's fantastic and i think we're in a position now where more and more guys are starting to go to the nursing profession which is fantastic yeah, yeah. it is so if you were to speak right now to other other guys who are thinking about potentially going into the nursing field, what advice and what uh, words of encouragement do you have for them? You can you can definitely do it. It doesn't it doesn't matter how much experience you have at the moment or where you are now. Coming into this, I've only volunteered at a high hospital in high school. I'm here now. I've made it. You know, I'm getting that experience now. It doesn't matter when you get that experience. So don't be afraid to. Don't be afraid to hop into something you don't have a lot of experience in. Yeah. Don't be afraid to hop into something that 
may make you a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, don't be afraid to get uncomfortable. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think in any profession, but especially nursing, some of the biggest amounts of growth come from those moments of uncomfortability. Exactly, yes, because you, you're just put in a lot of situations where you don't know what to do sometimes, and you just kind of have a learning experience from that. So what do you think has been your most memorable experience at MCN? The most memorable thing for me, honestly, my first clinical group that I was with, I just really had a fun time getting to know, and we had a great time like working with each other in the clinical setting, and we all got along, and we were all just like seeing each other grow. We were all getting closer, and I really enjoyed having this like first-time experience as like a nurse with them. Yeah. We really helped each other out, and we gave each other perspective. And it was kind of weird because even our clinical instructor had said that she's never been with a group of people that has been split evenly between genders. We were four guys and four girls, and it was just really weird for the instructor to even see that because it's so it's so um, common. Yeah, yeah, it's rare. It's so rare. Um, my you know like my instructor was like the most I've ever seen is like two guys, six girls. Yeah, and I was like, wow, it, it must be really weird having a group that's equally. Um, distributed in guys and girls. Yeah. It definitely sounds to me in all these conversations that I've had in and outside of this podcast that community is really a big aspect of MCN. Yeah, like having that community of guys there with me has been really helpful because, you know, um, my friend from high school who is going to a different nursing school now, um, he told me that he was actually the only guy in the nursing school. And I was like, wow, that must be so like weird, different. And he just, I feel like he kind of feels like a outsider to his school or like the nursing school because like he has no one he can really fall back on, no one that can really relate to him because he's a guy and there's like, you know, he can't like, you know, we can relate to girls, but like we all have like different perspectives. We all have different backgrounds. But yeah, it's been really nice having that group of guys with me, like our maternal and infant or the baby, like the class that we're learning about pregnancies and babies about um, our professor actually holds this thing called guys group. And she has anyone that's a guy come in and they she helps like study, give study tips, um, gives better insight. And she provides that space to where. She provides a space where guys can come in and ask questions they might be afraid to ask around girls because, you know, they might find it embarrassing to ask these questions in front of girls right. because, you know, different, I feel like... Different perspective. Yeah, exactly. They might not want to ask it because girls might know something so much about already because, you know, they are a girl. Exactly. That's awesome. I guess the last question I have for you is for people who are thinking about nursing school, why should they consider MCN? What's the thing that sets us apart? Something that sets us apart, honestly, is the staff here. I honestly have had some great interactions with the professors here and the people who run the simulation lab have just been great. And they've been, um, I feel like they do a good job of guiding you towards a good path or like they do a good job of setting students on the right track to where they should be as a nurse and where they should be at when, you know, entering like the medical workforce. Right. The goal isn't to just graduate for the sake of graduating. Yeah. The goal is to graduate with this degree to which you can actually go out and create some tangible change in the world. Yeah. Talking to like one of my professors this semester, she was telling me like, you know, she wants me to succeed. I'm struggling to do well in the class, but she's wanting to support me. She's there for me. She's giving me advice and she's wanting me to do well. Like she's not like right away dismissing me. She's not like that. I'm glad that professors here give students a chance to really prove themselves. Even during that first semester of um, nursing school or clinicals, you could really see students struggling and the professors really being there for their students. 
Yeah, that definitely seems to be a reoccurring topic that no matter what student I talk to, the dedication of the professors, of the uh, faculty and staff really speaks volumes. Yeah, it really does. Just the professors I've like had for my classes, I've really felt like they've done such a good job of um, setting me on the right track. Like, like I said, I had the director of simulation labs or the simulation lab, Joanna, um, in my health assessment class. And I feel like she did a really good job of teaching me how to do those proper head to toes and just like, you know, introducing me to the idea of head to toes. And um, my adult one professor and clinical instructor, Michelle Shropshire, also did such a fantastic job of just letting me dip my feet into, into something new. Yeah, that's excellent. So this podcast is designed to motivate and inspire people. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to add? Any words of encouragement for anyone? Something that I'd like to say is just making sure to focus on the content you're learning for your prereqs or your prerequisites because I feel like they do a pretty good job of um, getting ready for like your nursing courses because learning about the anatomy of like the human body, like I feel like it did a really good job of int- like getting me ready for nursing school because you really need to know the anatomy to do well in nursing. So yeah, just making sure to focus on your prerequisites and doing well in those courses. Yeah. Making sure you understand those concepts. Yeah, it's key. A word of advice for me is, you know, if you if you know you want to go into nursing, if you have the motivation to do something you're passionate about, go for it. Yeah, I love that. All right. Justin So, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And for everybody who's listening, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of MCN On Air, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of MCN On Air. MCN On Air is brought to you by Mennonite College of Nursing at Illinois State University. MCN is dedicated to empowering the next generation of nurses to improve health, both locally and globally. If you want to find out more about MCN and the incredible work being done here, visit www.nursing.illinoisstate.edu. We invite you to keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find the links for those in the description of this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode of MCN On Air.